360 degrees of information and entertainment. Reloaded for today's NYSHA. Ray Power. Ray Power. Ray Power. Ray Power. Ray Power. Nigeria's original independent radio station. It's gross blunder to theorize before one has data. At Data Chart, we analyze. Our politicians are indulgent when it comes to dealing with crime. We interrogate. We need to increase the strength of the police. But right now, there are about 370,000 according to them. And uh, how do they cover Nigeria? We interpret. And the trafficking in persons law has said that you cannot use any child that is below 12 in any home as a domestic help. We help decision makers and you understand the numbers. 78% of citizens agree or strongly agree that the news media should constantly investigate and report on government mistakes. Join the data chart conversation every Friday, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Ray Power FM 100.5 Abuja. For inquiries and advert placement, call 0906-420-5487. Data Charts, powered by NOI Polls Limited. The basic principles of democracy are liberty, equality, and justice. In the words of Abraham Lincoln, democracy is the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Hello, Nigeria. Hello, Abuja. A good evening to you. Welcome to Data Chat. Data Chat is a production of NY Post Limited, and I am Basi Patricia, our team communications officer for NOI Post. On today's edition, we will be looking at the preference for democracy, which is a survey that was conducted in partnership with Afrobarometer. And our focus of the conversation is challenges of democracy and good governance in Nigeria. We'll take a short break and we'll get back to the conversation. According to Hal Varian, Chief Economist Google, the ability to take data, to be able to understand it, to process it, to extract value from it, to visualize it, to communicate it, is going to be a hugely important skill in the next decade. At NOI Polls, we offer the combination of forward-thinking research and relevant data for the private, public and the third sector across Nigeria and West Africa. We provide timely and relevant information on public opinions across sectors. Our values and principles are wrapped around professionalism, excellence, teamwork, integrity, and commitments. Call 092904162 or email inquiries at noi-polls.com. Also visit us at number 4 Deb Street, Meitama, Abuja. Remember, without data, you're just another person with an opinion. NOI Polls. Data. Analytics. Data Bank. Strategy. Welcome back. 
This is Data Chat, and as I had said earlier, we will be looking at the challenges of democracy and good governance in Nigeria. So, joining me to unbundle and discuss findings from the Afrobarometer Round 9 survey is Mr. Tunde Salman. He is the team lead, Good Governance Nigeria. Hello, Mr. Tunde. Welcome to Data Chat. Hello, good evening. All right, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you join us on this session. It's my pleasure. Okay, so before we get right into the conversation, let me just run through a quick, you know, background of the survey for those who um, are listening and who do not have an idea or wouldn't join us, you know, at the earliest start. Democracy is a form of government in which the supreme power is vested in the people and exercised directly by them or by their elected agents under a free electoral system. Interestingly, preference for democracy in Nigeria remains high, but dissatisfaction with its quality is growing. An Afrobarometer survey conducted in partnership with NY Polls in March 2022 showed that while majority of citizens prefer democracy to any kind of government, half described the country as democracy with major problems. So, um, what is Afrobarometer? Afrobarometer is a Pan-African non-partisan research network that provides um, reliable data on African experiences and evaluation of democracy, governance, quality of life, and NYPOS is her national partners. This survey was conducted in other African countries, including Nigeria. However, these findings are strictly for Nigeria. So for more information on the survey findings, visit www.afrobarometer.org or www.noi-pose.com. For live social media updates on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, just search for at NOIPose. This data chat conversation is also available as a podcast on Anchor FM. Just search for NOI polls. So let's just have a quick run through the survey highlights or findings from the survey before we, you know, delve into the conversation. And here to, you know, do that with me is um, Chukude Benwanze. He is the research associate for the social research unit for NY polls. So over to you, Debe. Let's, you know, run through the poll findings very quickly. Thank you. Findings from the recently conducted Afrobarometer Round 9 nationwide survey shows that although Nigerians' preference for democracy remains high, dissatisfaction with democracy seems to be growing. Now, specifically, survey results show that 7 in 10 Nigerians say democracy is preferable to any other kind of government. 1 in 2 Nigerians describe our current democracy as being fraught with major problems and about 1 in 10 disqualify our form of government as not being a democracy. If you were to add both of these categories together, you'll get 63%. And this is a 23 percentage point jump from 2020 when this survey was last conducted. However, when you combine the proportions of Nigerians who adjudge the form of government as being a full democracy, and those who assess it as being a democracy with minor problems, we find that when these two categories are combined, it comprises about 3 in 10 Nigerians. In addition, over 3 in 4 Nigerians, that's 77%, say they are not satisfied with the way democracy works in this country, whereas only 21% express satisfaction or 
fair satisfaction with the way democracy works in Nigeria. Lastly, most Nigerians, 70% to be exact, don't believe elections work well enough to ensure that voters' views are reflected and as many as 77% hold the view that elections do not enable voters to remove leaders from office who perform poorly or do not do what the people want. These are some of the findings from the Afrobarometer Round 9 nationwide survey. It's back to you in the studio. All right, thank you very much, Deborah, for that um, brief um, highlight. So, back to you, Mr. Tunde. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm okay. Okay. So, I mean, it's said that democracy provides an environment that respects human rights and fundamental freedom. That is, free will is expressed and actions of democratic governments are open to public scrutiny and criticism. So, what is the true understanding or what is the relationship between democracy and good governance? Thank you very much. I want to commend the NOPOs for this online Parliamentary survey on expression of Nigeria's towards democracy hmm. in the country. In the last 24 years, in transition to civil rule, in 1999, democracy has performed a kind of routinized system of governance. And the larger citizens are also desperate to feel the impact or the dividend of democracy in their daily life. Hmm. And that is the disconnect between the procedural elements of democracy, the periodic election, and what I do, and the substantive elements of democracy, where the real dividend of democracy is set by the citizens. And as you said, this government is very key. Government that is responsive, government that is participatory, government that is transparent, government that respects the rules of law. These are areas that distinguishes clearly democracy from other forms of government. So that's what thought you may say can you live a democracy that can lead to good government? But that's not the scope of our discussion. The scope of discussion is that how well has media internalized democracy? Over the years we have seen that Democracy can be chaotic or messy. But what is important is the high political culture that enables all the political actors to believe in the system, to allow the system to reduce itself through negotiation, through compromise, or trade off. These are some of the things that have observed over the years. But it is true that many support for democracy has not waned, in spite of the fact that it has not translated into a tangible dividend of democracy democracy. in their daily life. Mm. Okay, so is that to say that democracy in Nigeria 
as a whole, would you say democracy is alive? Would you say it's well and kicking in Nigeria? Democracy is alive. But what we can say is that civil rule, hmm. some people believe that there is also a transition between civil rule to real democracy. That what we've been having over the years is just civil rule that we need to have substantive democracy where people have imbibed the democratic culture, mm. where people believe that whatever the level of differences you have, there is sufficient element within the system to address it without contesting the entire project. Okay. That's one. In terms of materialistic benefits of democracy, people will look at the standard of living, maybe in 1999 or at any period, within the last 24 years, to assess their life in terms of material condition of their time or of their life. How well or how effective governors, those in leadership, have been able to amass the resources within the country to transform and improve the quality of life of ordinary citizens is also important. Because in the long run, if the people cannot clearly think that this is what they have been able to um, enjoy within this period of time, perhaps their level or affection for, uh, for democracy may be reducing. Even hmm. as some of the things I see, but for all other democratic political institutions, they have the three tests, which are impartial, which are pluralistic, there are system of political parties, multi-party system. We have almost about 18 political parties or thereabouts. I don't know the last number. And competitive election. The concerns have always been the expense of how free, fair, and peaceful our election have been, mm. or credibility of our election. Mm. And there's a lot of things that goes into that. Mm. Okay. Okay, so um, looking at having said that, what um, how what are the major challenges to governance and democracy, true democracy in Nigeria? What are some of the challenges that are impeding, you know, governance and democracy in Nigeria? Thank you very much. I think for me, in terms of governance, despite the freedom of information in art. There is some level of opacity in government at different levels, particularly at subnational level. Mm. And subnational level is closer to the grassroots, even than the federal government. That is one. Transparency, accountability are very key. Mm. Then in the last couple of years, democracy have not been able to effectively diversify our economy. To maybe other sectors beyond the oil, mm. so that we have multiple stream of income, and the government at all levels can now mobilize all the available resources to transform the level of ordinary Nigeria. These are some of the key materialistic challenges I've seen, but I've also seen that in spite of all these issues we must be able to address this issue of pluralism effectively issues of expansive participation mm. 
there are challenges within our constitutional uh, law that needed to take into consideration the structure and composition of the state, the country. For instance, we just have a very highly competitive election that have produced the president elect and what have you. Hmm. But the political context that leads to that election is highly charged because of the fact that one of the candidates or political parties had a Muslim Muslim candidates hmm. in a country with multi ethnic society and religion. This creates a lot of respect in me that I believe if our constitution effectively institutionalized power rotation and inclusivity clause in the constitution, this can go a long way to know that perhaps if we have a president from the north in the next in the in the last eight years, the next term should be the president from the south. The same thing at subnational level where power is rotated and this is not antithetical to democracy hmm. democracy itself is about consensual and uh, power sharing it's about elite agreement hmm. one of the elites agree that the best way for us for everybody to feel the sense of belonging is to ensure that different positions elective positions take note of these differences among the composition of the country Okay, so now, okay, so now that sorry to, to cut in, um, since we are talking within the lines of election and then in terms of zo- um, in, in terms of zoning, that's to make sure that everyone is involved, everyone is a part of the decision making in the country as when it has to do with elections. So for every democratic setting, the desired way to pick a leader is through election. 1993, many agree, was, you know, the best elections so far, regardless of, you know, religious inclination. Nigerians came out in mass to vote. Nobody raised any issue as regards religion, ethnic group, or whatnot. So why is that the case now? Why is everyone focused on, you know, I mean, the last elections that just um, just concluded elections we had, there was a bit of, you know, opera about, you know, who is from what part of the country, who is, you know, from the other part of the country and whatnot. Why is every, why, why did it come off as though everyone was, you know, focused on ethnicity rather than competence, rather than, you know, this is one Nigeria. We are we are meant to elect someone who is competent who can you know move us forward as opposed you know narrowing it down to tribe or religion. Why is that a true practice of democracy? Why do we? Why did that seem to be the case in the last elections? I, I think for me, the issues of competence and affirmative action or inclusivity hmm. they are not mutually exclusive, and it works. And in hand. Number two, the election took place within the context of complex fragility, conflict, and violence. Hmm. And some of it were rooted in extremism, kidnapping, and what have you. And the fact that a lot of people also believe that the Adoin government have not sufficiently managed our differences effectively 
You understand? These are real tension and suspicious among the, 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 the people hmm. that they get the, the populace generally. Even in those awful cycle nineteen ninety three election, it wasn't as if people did not raise concerns around it. But the level of concern was not at the level as we find ourselves in the last eight to ten years. You understand? Mm-hmm. Even what has happened with Boko around kidnapping and all those things. Those sensitize the society that look perhaps if we did not get our own in the field, perhaps we won't be able to get this. And beyond that too, we must also take note of the fact that in the last 24 years, we have had somebody from the southwest, the northwest, and the south as sitting in as a president. The southeast generally concerned too that look in a country that we have multiple and uh, major three major ethnic groups, including a southeast candidate also occupy that office. That's my way interpretation. I may be wrong. But I've seen that in context of other jurisdictions. If you take for instance, you can to have this kind of challenges we face in pluralism. We're able to come up with a constitution that recognizes the need to specifically make some of these clauses in their constitutions. You understand? Maybe that's not the Patterns that Nigeria wants to follow, but there are lessons we can learn from other countries. Mm. Even in advanced society or advanced democracy, if I can use that word, the silence may not be strong, but it is there. You will see in their own countries, you see a political party named after a religious group or a great group, and they have denominations. And most of the elections, even though you are not seeing it, those under current is there, but they have stronger political institutions, stronger political culture, and higher political culture to manage some of those differences. You understand? These are some of the things that I have observed. Okay. Nigeria given our experience in the last 24 years, and even beyond that, we must find a way of inclusive politics. Politics that also ensure everybody peace sense of belonging. You understand sense of participation in some of those things. Participation is not only at the level of religious or ethnic group, it can also be at gender level. It also can also be at the level of vulnerability uh, in terms of maybe person with disability and what have you. Okay. The extent at which democracy accommodates everybody is the extent at which you say the election is fair incredible as well as free hmm. and that is participatory politics okay all right so uh, before we take a quick break i'm um, just this one more question before we take a break and then we open up the phone lines the roadblocks to a strong democracy in nigeria and you have also mentioned some one or two you know earlier when i had asked of um, asked about the challenges of democracy and good governance in Nigeria. So the roadblocks bro- road to a strong democracy in Nigeria it ranges from corruption, constitutional and electoral reforms, conflict, Maybe. poverty, 
unemployment insecurity and human rights so do you think that these disruptions have the potential to dampen democratic processes throughout the continent that's another angle to it. If you look at in the last 24 months or last three years, there have been a kind of democratic reversal in some parts of the African continent and next way. Mm. Meaning that uh, unconstitutional approach has been used to effect change in government. I think for Nigeria, the fact that this is the final transition between civil the, the longest in our history in experimentation with democracy, it is a plus. But notwithstanding, democracy must aspire towards substantive democracy. Mm. Substantive in the sense that people now pay the dividend of democracy in their daily life. The bridge between the rich and the poor is reduced. You understand? Those are what will now give people more renewed hope in democracy as the best system of government to manage our affairs. But as it is now, some a, a, a lot of a lot of uh, reaction on the street. You understand? Look at some of these issues. The high rate of inflation, the issue of a uh, cashless policy, the issues of a uh, fuel scarcity and insecurity. These are things that people also remember. Over these last four of eight years, Hassel went on strike for a long time. There is a meaning that public professionals of university education is being taken. And it's not everybody who has the way with that to either go abroad or to go to private universities. Yeah. The same thing with the health sector. The same thing with food security and what have you. The same in electricity, you can name them. And the extent, the, the, the hope or investment of people in democracy is that the severe, the political leaders who have campaigned that they should be elected and when elected, will be able to convert their campaign promises into projects and programs that will have meaning in, daily, in people's daily life. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. And please hold that thought. We are going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will open the phone lines to hear from the people so far. So after the break. How can a poll of 1,000 people be representative of all Nigerian adults? As long as sample is taken randomly and proportionate stratification is used to ensure that it is representative of all adults, the size of the universe doesn't matter. This is well illustrated in a quote made by a famous US market researcher which reads, if you don't believe in random sampling, next time you are in for a blood test, ask the doctor to take it all. All right, welcome back. 
we have been or i have been speaking with the team lead good governance nigeria in the person of mr tunde salman it's good to have you on data chat sir okay so we have been talking about you know the challenges of democracy and good governance in nigeria we our conversation has been bordered around the afrobarometer round nine survey on preference for democracy and findings from this survey were that's for nigeria so we've been looking at the challenges and would like to hear from you abuja do call in and weigh in on the conversation how much of a democracy is nigeria today what are your expectations for the incoming administration and you know in terms of good governance as well what better ways do we strengthen nigeria's democracy and improve governance in nigeria the number to call is 0818 so we'd like to hear from you what are your expectations and how much of a democracy is nigeria today so back to you mr tunde hello can you hear me yes i can hear you okay so um sorry hold that thought let's take this call hello good evening your name and where you're calling from hello good evening yeah, can you hear me? Yes, good evening. Welcome to Data Chat. Your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Dr. Fred Opara. I'm calling from the Kuguma here in Abuja. Okay. Hello, Dr. Friday. Let's hear from you. What are your expectations for the incoming administration? How much of a democracy is Nigeria today? And what better ways do we, you know, strengthen Nigeria's democracy and improve governance? Democracy is um, government of the people by the people and for the people so to say. But actually if you look at what has been happening in the country, since life is like life, when they when they really take power to the leader to begin to order present they are actually starting to do this. They are all the witnesses that we have our election was turned out to be. So if you look at this all of that Okay, thank you so much, Dr. Opara. It's nice to have you call in. So, um, still, you can, you know, we are still open to hearing from you. The number to call is 0818-4270265. 0818-4270265. And please, when you call, do ensure to kindly speak up so we can hear you clearly. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Data Chat. Your name and where you're calling from? I'm sorry, we can't hear you. Do please call us back. Thank you. All right. So, um, 
Mr. Tunde, back to you. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, we all know that, you know, good governance holds the attributes of transparency, efficiency, fairness, rule of law, accountability, and decency. So, in a few days, we will, we will have commenced a new dispensation. What are your expectations and, you know, what are the top three areas or issues you want the administration to look into as, you know, there's an exchange in power or there's a new person coming on board? Thank you very much. I want to see that the new administration prioritize issues of security and issues of development. Okay. There cannot be development without peace and security. We need to prioritize that. We need to also look at the economy. The macroeconomic indices are not good enough. We need to find a way of how strong microeconomic indices that translate into meaningful things in the material conditions of average Nigeria. What that means is that the proposed sectors in terms of social services, education, health, agri and related sectors must be prioritized. The use of unemployment must be looked into so that you are able to employ and get gain productive activities to have their livelihood. Without productive activities, there is a way it links into insecurity, kidnapping and what are these. Those things are very key. The issues of managing pluralism, what I mean by pluralism here is that the sense of believing, the, the, the sense of belonging and the tolerance among Nigeria must also be prioritized. They must roll out programs that enable Nigeria to believe in themselves because of the fact that perhaps things are not what people wanted. A lot, we've seen the syndrome of Japan. Hmm. When people migrated for better opportunity abroad or safety or whatever, I want to say the, the fast migration, where people now see need and hope to come back to Nigeria and hmm. see that Nigeria works better for her. And government have the responsibility to set those ball rolling, to make it work. If there are good things that the administration have done, Perhaps in terms of creating a social investment system where the most vulnerable and other dependent uh, elements of the society are being catered for, that thing should continue. Then the issue of health insurance, where every Nigerian should be able to have access to qualitative health care services without financial body is very key. Government must look into this. The issue of diversification of economy. There is no, meaning that in summary, security, economy, and national cohesion hmm. are very, very, very important for the incoming administration. Okay. Okay. All right, Abuja, let's hear from you. Still, the numbers to, the numbers to call, 0818-427-0265. I'll take that again. 
0818-427-0265. Alternatively, you can call 090-600-0045. So, um, so far we have, you know, been talking about the challenges of democracy. We've been looking at, you know, the challenges of good governance in Nigeria. And Mr. Tunde, talk to us on the consequences or the challenges of poor, a poor democratic system and governance. You know, how does this affect sustainable development generally, especially as a country? How does this affect Nigeria's sustainable development as a country? Number one, if we have a solid democracy, where there is increased elite consensus, you understand, people can be able to agree on some of those tough questions that we need to address. For instance, the issue of subsidy removal. If the elite are on the same board, they can be able to galvanize the masses. Okay, sorry, please other... hold that thought. Sorry, let's take this call. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Data Chat. Your name and where you're calling from? My name is Ruth I'm calling from Okay. Okay, so let's hear from you, sir. Um, how much of a democracy is Nigeria today? What are your expectations for the incoming administration? Well, my expectations for the incoming administration, you know, firstly, any government, the primary responsibility of any government to stand and work, and people will believe in the government, is to take care of the society. What I mean by taking care of society Security one and health. Without security, nothing can function. You won't be able to go to market or go to farm, as we are seeing, experiencing presently. That's just it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for that input. You're welcome. All right. So, um, back to you, Mister Tunde. Sorry to have cut in. So, let's hear from you. Okay, as I'm saying, mm. a viable political party, strong enough to technique the emphasis of the ruling party, mm. is very key. Uh, also, a fair kind of national assembly, not a rubber stamp parliament, is also good for democracy. Free media and civil society, including the citizens themselves, these are key substructure that democracy is built upon. When all these democratic institutions work hand in hand and effectively, including judiciary, you understand, the, 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 the political leadership will be able to define effective policies and implement those policies within the means of available resources. That's why democracy is key. Unlike other forms of government, where Power is like um, center around only one of you clicks. You know, democracy demystified power. You know, so I make citizens as the sovereign, as the key power holder, the right bearer. Whereas the people in government are the duty holders who are ruling on behalf of the citizens to transform the wishes and aspirations of the citizens into public goods and services. 
mm. they will be able to now make Nigeria compete with the other parts of the world. These are some of those things. You have seen what is happening. There is these big groups. There are other different kinds of groups. Given the level of population human resources of Nigeria and the talent of the Nigerian themselves, Nigerians will be competing at that level and be respected within the community of nations. But if, given that the international community, the ascendancy of democracy worldwide is very key, if you are not a democratic country, you may, you may not be able to effectively engage at that level in terms of the no liberal democracy, hmm. liberal liberalism and hope. Okay. You understand? So that you don't have one clear leg or the other. We all recognize the fact that even at the international community, it appears as if they are in a transition phase. Most of the policies and agents uh, of democracy promotions they are also facing the challenge of populism in their own country. Mm. Are, if Nigeria gets its house right effectively and everything works better, it can be able to say what happens across the continent. And every of our neighbors also respect us. Okay. These are things that we believe with democracy should be able to leverage and enable us to deliver concretely on some of these issues, different issues we talk about at domestic level at international level Okay, alright, so Abuja we can still take in one or two calls, the number to call is 0818 4270265 I'll take that again 0818 4270265 Alternatively, you can call 090 60 Let's hear from you. How much of a democracy is Nigeria and what are your expectations? Hello, good evening. Welcome to Data Chat. Your name and where you're calling from. Please, can you turn down the volume of a radio set, please? Okay, so come, let's hear from you. Yes, good evening. Welcome to Data Chat. I'm calling from my name is Major. Okay, let's hear from you, Major. How much of a democracy is Nigeria and what are your expectations for the incoming administration in terms of good governance? Uh, in Nigeria? What I expect for our new president or expect for me to do. The first thing I want him to do is to like do the matter of uh, of insecurity. That's what is going to the major problem is going on right now. And I want him to do also the like what other president like uh previous president are not did like let him to do let uh let's say should verify and investigate. Let him uh know things that are going so pretty much you're saying he should address security and issues of corruption is that what you're trying to say yes let okay not sending other people he should do the investigation himself okay all right okay thank you so much thank you so much for calling in Okay, so still do call us. Let's hear from you. 
Hello, good evening. Welcome to Data Chat. Your name and where you're calling from. Good evening. My name is Tefa Emmanuel. I'm calling you in Abuja. Okay. Yes. My issue is this. How can a country that many people that are coming in find selling there at the end of the day the president closed the whole border? Everybody is suffering. The masses, the poor are crying for this government that they are going to step out into. So my own prayer is this. If the incoming government is coming let's say open border, let everybody be bringing uh, business here to be selling and buying. Look at that Dangote. In Ghana, Dangote sells maybe 1,500. We here, we are buying up to 4,000 plus. Hmm. Is it done that way? Okay. Hello? I'm with you, sir. Yes. So look at all those things. People are suffering. Oh. Everything is done. Especially this quality. Uh, hmm. During the during the Adwar, it makes everything easy to everybody. But God give a short time. Amen. So let's in peace. Thank you. Amen. Thank you very much. Okay, so we we are short of time, but let's just take... Hello, hello good evening. Good morning. Thank you for picking my call. Okay, thank please. Thank you for giving me a voice. Okay, thank you. Um, we have a very short time, so in ten, right. five name, seconds. Okay. I'm calling from Benin. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. You, you talked about uh, sustain, sustainable uh, projects. Democracy. In democracy. Mm. Right? Mm. Hello? Yes, hello? I can hear you. I can hear you. I think what I want the incoming government to do for Nigerians is sustainable project. A sustainable project that involves electricity. Okay. That is power. Sustainable projects that involve agriculture. Okay. And sustainable project that 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 drives industry. Okay. When we talk about electricity, um, uh, uh, I think electricity here, when we have 24 hours light, I think every Nigerian will be able to drive a, a, a cottage industry or for his for himself or herself. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for that. It's. A pleasure to have you join us. I'm sorry, that's the much we can take on this edition of, you know, data chat. So back to you, Mr. Tsunde. In five, in two seconds, you know, what are your last words? What are your, you know, any words for Nigerians? Any advice? You know, we can't, we cannot be mere consumers of good governance. We must be participants and we must be co-creators. Like they always say, we all have a role to play. So in two seconds, what are your last words or what are your, you know, what's your advice for Nigerians? Thank you very much. My concluding word is that Nigeria must continue to sustain hope in democratic governance. Mm. They must believe in democratic government for development, democratic governance for development. And the new administration should know that competence and federal character are not mutually exclusive. Mm. The new administration should look across all the corners of Nigeria and bring in competent managers to help 
them run the administration so okay. that people can see quickly the dividends of democracy, democracy. they have invested over in the last 24 years okay all right thank you so very much for joining us on this edition of data chat i have been speaking with the team lead good governance nigeria in the person of tunde salman thank you for joining us on this session thank you so, so, okay so, so. i'll leave with these words there should be only one political ideology and that is good governance these are the words of amit abraham join us same time same station next week friday on data chat i am basi patricia atim communications officer for ny post have a wonderful weekend abuja